Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. They really despise you and they're no longer even bothering to hide it. The far right's obsession with fitness is going digital. Because if you don't look like this, you're a dangerous, radical, racist threat to society. Yes, the community of people that encourages you to engage in behaviours and activities that will boost your happiness, enhance your enjoyment of existence and help you live longer. Yeah. They're the bad guys. While the group that wants you fat, tired, diabetic, stressed, miserable, lonely, and prematurely dead, well, they're the virtuous ones, obviously. Uh, yeah, sure, I have five personality disorders and mental illnesses. Hate my life, myself, my job, and my family. But trust me, dude, my worldview and ideology are the key to a healthy, happy life. MSNBC exclusive. We take a deep dive into the weird world of far-right Americans and their bizarre infatuation with eating healthy, going outside, staying fit, and having meaningful relationships. Note how this article was originally written and published well over a year ago. Yeah, MSNBC apparently thought it was so important to drive the message home. They tweeted it out again like it was brand new. MSNBC thinks you're a Nazi if you work out. Being healthy is far right. Holy f- Are you cautious about your diet? Yeah, I'm a junk foodaholic, uh, actually. Better to just accept the inevitability of obesity, or the media will call you a racist. From the same people that told you the body mass index was racist. From the same people who demand you genuflect before and worship celebrities who are morbidly obese and celebrate getting fatter. Then ban the term morbidly obese because it might hurt someone's feelings. But they told me Lizzo was beautiful. Surely that should be the go-to compliment. Do you find Lizzo attractive? She's beautiful. She's beautiful? beautiful. Okay. But it's her body. would you feel if I said, you look like Lizzo? Whoa! <laughs> you said she's beautiful, so why you can't look like Lizzo? Did you see the double standard right there? Yeah. You just said Lizzo's beautiful. Yeah. I said you look like Lizzo. And you're like, now nah, this has to. You said Lizzo's beautiful. It doesn't matter what Lizzo part of you looks like Lizzo. Except the compliment. She's beautiful. Psychological warfare on her. Meanwhile, on Twitter, the original sin of whiteness continues to be scrutinized, with serious questions being asked about why white people are hanging out with each other. Serious question for well-meaning white people when you show up at a get-together like this. Do you notice there are zero black people or nah? If so, do you say or do anything about it? To who? Please be honest. Oh no, a group of white people gathering for a friendly dinner party. The sheer temerity. I mean, it should be illegal. We should at least enforce diversity quotas for friendships. Wait, but most of them are left-wing celebrities. Well, I guess their Juneteenth invite must have got lost in the mail. <laughs> celebratory scene showing young white people enjoying themselves on a New York subway also caused deep consternation. Must be white boy summer season once again. Unspeakable levels of whiteness on display. 21 million views, 41,000 likes. This is by far the worst type of white guy. Yeah, because the worst thing about the New York subway is a group of clean-cut white people acting joyfully in a manner that doesn't upset anyone else. With absolutely no one getting stabbed, assaulted, or violently intimidated. I mean, where are all the deranged crackheads when you need them? Unspeakable levels of safety on display. And while our reptilian overlords continue to be mad at us for being fit, healthy, and happy, they're also fuming over the popularity of a new movie that denounces child sex trafficking. Sound of Freedom is a superhero movie for dads with brain worms. The QAnon tinged thriller about child trafficking is designed to appeal to the conscience conspiracy adult boomer. Sound of Freedom, the QAnon adjacent thriller seducing America. Jim Caviezel stars as a hero trying to stop child traffickers in a paranoid new movie. A paranoid movie, which is 
based on a true story. This is the same media that not so long ago spent an entire summer defending cuties. A Netflix nonce fest that sexualized underage girls. Literally, in some cases, the very same publications. Such an empowering movie. This is just QAnon propaganda. A strong, positive male role model in a film battling against child sex trafficking. No, we can't have that. Films are created out of moral panics. They're created out of bogus statistics. They're created out of fear. And with something like Sound of Freedom, it specifically is looking at QAnon concepts of these child trafficking rings that are run by the high-level elites and only people like Tim Ballard and only people like Jim Caviezel and, by extension, only people like the ticket buyer can help bring these trafficking rings down. Jim Caviezel, we're going to expose child trafficking, the left and the media, the f*** you are. What kind of people that get so worked up over an anti-child trafficking movie? I want you to imagine my shock. Being anti-child trafficking and pro-fitness is far-right extremism. And while the media scolded toxic masculinity in the form of buff gym bros, they celebrated feminine beauty in the form of someone who was born a man winning the Miss Netherlands beauty contest. Ricky Valerie Colley on the left defeated the woman on the right to win a beauty It's Wednesday, July 12th, year of our Lord, 2023. And... You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. I am your host, Harrison Smith. Glad to be here with you on this Wednesday morning. Coming to you live from Austin, Texas. Another another kind of slow news day, got to admit. No, No major events over the last 24 hours. Just, again... Further progressing towards World War III, illegal weapons being sent to Ukraine. Just madness when it comes to the cultural side of things. So we'll get to all of that. Still plenty to talk about, don't you worry. And lots of videos to show you as well. Some pretty funny ones, actually. It's pretty funny and illuminating ones. Some very interesting videos. We have a video of Henry Kissinger being fooled by uh, Russian pranksters. I assume it's the same guys that keep doing this. They keep getting world leaders to believe that they're Vladimir Zelensky and talk to them. It's it's pretty wild what how he responds to some of the questions that they ask him. Yeah, a lot of really good stuff to show you, but we'll be opening up the phone calls today and taking your calls throughout the show. Uh, let's just get into it, shall we? Here it is, your Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Wednesday, the 12th of July, 2023. Judge denies Biden administration's attempts to halt injunction against censorship. On Monday, a federal judge from the Western District of Louisiana, Terry Doughty, upheld his ruling preventing the Biden administration from engaging in specific types of communication with key social media entities. The initial request to lift the ban on these interactions came from the administration on July 6th, but has now been met with a refusal by Doughty. The judge had previously instituted this ban in response to a lawsuit by the Republican state attorneys general of Missouri and Louisiana, who are challenging the manner in which the government agencies cooperate with social media behemoths to curb propagation of inaccurate or misleading information regarding the COVID-19 pandemic and election security. So, in other words, the government did, without permission and in flagrant violation of the First Amendment, cooperated with the social media to outsource their censorship. In other words, 
Well, you know, it's a lot of the arguments for social media censorship are like, well, only the the First Amendment only says the government can't censor you. I've never agreed with that argument anyway. But how would the government censor you if not through this sort of process? Like this is the government censoring everybody, flagrant violation of the First Amendment. So attorney generals sued saying you can't do this just because you go to the social media company and demand they do the censorship for you. Still the government censoring, still legal. You can't do this. They sued. The judge decided they were right. The government can't do this. They can't use social media to censor. And then the government asked again, oh, please, can we? But we really want to, though. Uh, but actually, we think we should be able to, and we're going to continue to. So can you please let us do that? The judge was just like, no, no, you can't. So sorry, there is the First Amendment still, as much as you're trying to circumvent and eliminate it it does still exist and you still have to adhere to it or do they from the leading report.com whistleblowers claim fbi is ignoring orders to cease collusion with big tech on censorship according to the washington times whistleblowers claim that the fbi is not seriously considering the recent judgment on free speech made by u.s district judge cherry dowdy of louisiana the missouri versus biden case which cited mrc free free speech america research made efforts to uphold the biden administration's feet to the fire to hold the biden administration's feet to the fire for colluding with social media companies to silence american speech in a july 4th preliminary injunction dowdy ordered that the biden administration no longer engage in communication of any kind with big tech companies However, whistleblowers told the House Judiciary Committee that the FBI is not complying with the order, according to the Washington Times, which reviewed the agent's disclosures. According to the disclosures, the FBI usually would immediately disseminate information and provide training when the federal judiciary issues new legal guidance or directives. The information typically would come in email alerts, which immediate circulation of training materials and official guidance from FBI headquarters in Washington. The whistleblowers claim this did not happen. Well, I mean, it's national security, so... You know, all laws and normal ways of doing things go out the window. It's national security after all. This is the FBI and it's national security. So they get to censor you, I guess. That's probably the argument that they're making. They call it a coup against the Constitution. It's the guys with guns telling the American public and the judiciary that we don't count anymore, that they're in charge and we have to bow to them. We must not stand for this any longer. In an official statement to the Times, the FBI denied the accusations, saying any suggestion that the FBI did not provide official guidance on this matter is false. Yeah. Well, I think we can all trust the FBI, right? I mean, they're so trustworthy. They always do what they're supposed to, and they don't lie about when they break laws and circumvent the Constitution. What what do you do about that? I mean, what do you do when the guys with the guns don't feel like following the direction of the duly elected and appointed authorities over them? What do you do? What does one do? I can't answer that. I mean, I know the answer, but I can't answer it. Uh, Meanwhile, breaking Trump slams Biden for sending cluster bombs to Ukraine and dragging the U.S. further towards World War Three. President Donald Trump has spoken out unequivocally against the Biden administration's promise to send nuclear uh, cluster bombs to Ukraine, saying that peace must be the driving factor in U.S. engagement in the war and not escalation. Joe Biden should not be dragging us further towards World War Three by sending cluster munitions to Ukraine, Trump said in a statement. He should be trying to end the war and stop the horrific death and destruction being caused by an incompetent administration. 
These unexploded cluster bomb munitions will be killing and maiming innocent Ukrainian men, women, and children for decades to come, long after the war we pray has ended, Trump said. In February 2022, the Biden administration said unequivocally that Russia's use of cluster bombs was a, quote, war crime, and now they're sending cluster bombs to Ukraine. When asked about this, Biden said outright that it was because Ukraine was running out of ammunition. The administration claimed that since Russia was using them and that the dud rate that the U.S. made munitions was lower, it really wasn't so bad. Yeah, it's not so bad. I mean, it's a war crime, but it's like one of those, like, okay war crimes. It's like a war crime that, like, it's fine, though. It's actually fine. Like, sure, it's going to pockmark entire swaths of the Ukrainian countryside with unexploded ordinances that, you know, will represent de facto landmines for the foreseeable future. But whatever. But whatever, though. I mean, you know, we have to protect democracy after all. I mean, if we don't, if we don't, Spread unexploded ordinances all over the landmass. How are we going to win? How are you going to save democracy without, you know, sending weapons that just kill without regard to actual combatants? Just rains death upon an entire swath of area and then remains there for decades to come. I mean, this is democracy. After all. I'm pretty sure that's what democracy means. If I, if I understand my Greek. Meanwhile, Zelensky is, is just, he's outraged. He's outraged. After Biden rejects Ukraine's NATO membership, quote, unprecedented and absurd, he says. What? You, you aren't going to start a world war over me and my presidency? My presidency for life now that I've gotten rid of elections? This is unprecedented. It's unprecedented not get, going into World War III. No, what would be unprecedented would be a defensive alliance allowing a member in that's already engaged in an active land war. That's unprecedented in human history. That doesn't exist. It's never happened before. Zelensky, this petulant little gremlin, I swear, it's just like – He's outraged. Oh, he's outraged. We give $100 billion every month for a year, just wasting all of our money, wasting all of our ammunition, just pouring out our largesse into this black hole of Zelensky's ego. And, uh, but, he's out, but now he's outraged. He's outraged he doesn't get more. He's outraged he doesn't get more. It's like that old uh, children's book, To Give a Mouse a Cookie, except in this case the mouse is a creepy little gremlin from Ukraine, and uh, the cookie is hundreds of billions of dollars of weaponry. It's just no good deed, huh? No good deed goes unpunished. Honestly, you know, it's sure you've seen it if you watch this show. It's like, didn't start off hating Zelensky. Now I just, nothing would make me happier than Putin teaching that man a lesson. I want to see Putin arrest Zelensky, put him in a dungeon, live stream his misery for the next 40 years. Just stop trying to get us into war and killing millions of people, you psychopath. We have three original, one-of-a-kind toothpaste designed by my father, a dentist, at InfoWarsStore.com that don't have fillers, that are filled with high-quality essential oils and more. We have the turmeric toothpaste. We have the ultimate tooth whitening with coral calcium toothpaste, and we have the amazing activated charcoal toothpaste, again, with a whole bunch of key essential oils that are so good, not just for your teeth and your gums, but your whole mouth, your throat, and more. These are really game-changing toothpaste. They're very, very strong. Most over-the-counter toothpaste have fluoride. Ours don't. 
and it doesn't have fillers in it. It is just chock full of incredible things that God gave us through Mother Nature. So it's now back in stock. It became a bestseller. The turmeric toothpaste is available again at InfoWorkStore.com. We're selling out of the tooth whitening toothpaste. We've got some of that left. And we also have some of the amazing activated charcoal toothpaste in stock, but it's running out as well. So all three toothpastes in stock for a limited time, InfoWorkStore.com. In the short time we have, I can't get into all the incredible ingredients in Super Female Vitality. Go to InfoWorkStore.com, read about the ingredients, look them up for yourself, and then understand this is cold-pressed herbs, so it has a more powerful effect in the body. Get yours today at InfoWorkStore.com for 50% off. Super Mel Vitality is selling out. It's an incredible formula for stamina, energy, libido. Only a few hundred bottles left. But the good news is we have several thousand bottles left of Super Female Vitality. That's the same formula. It boosts men. It boosts women. It works great. But women like pink labels. Men like different color labels. So it works for men as well. It's the same formula. It's an incredible formula. And it funds our operation. And here's another important part of the overall information it's 50 percent off for a limited time so get your super female vitality for men and women at infowarstore.com right now for 50 percent off and it funds the infowar super female vitality 50 percent off for a limited time at infowarstore.com you're listening to the american journal watch it live right now at band.video Welcome back, folks. We're going to play a little video here. Since we're on the topic of the Ukraine war, the facade of democracy, you know, one of these words just plastered on something completely unrelated to the actual definition of the word, it's our democracy. Even when the people disagree, it's our democracy. Even when the vast majority of the population absolutely diametrically opposes your policies, you implement it anyway and say anybody opposing you is opposing democracy. It's a very bizarre trick they pull. It's bizarre that it works. Let's go here to clip number seven. This is a man giving a speech at the EU parliament absolutely eviscerating their fake version of democracy. Let's watch. Two minutes of truth, of bitter truth. And the bitter truth is that European Parliament has done a lot of damage in Europe. It has been sending a false message. It represents European demos. There isn't and there won't be any European demos. The Parliament infected Europe with shameless partisanship. And the infection became so contagious that it spread to other institutions, such as European Commission. The Parliament, the Parliament has abandoned the basic function of representing people. Instead, it has become a machine to implement the so-called European project, thus alienating millions of voters. 
the Parliament has become a political vehicle of the left to impose to impose their monopoly with their fierce intolerance towards any dissenting view. No matter how many times you repeat the word diversity, diversity is becoming an extinct species in the European Union, and particularly in this chamber. The Parliament is a quasi-Parliament because it rejects the essential, the essential principle of parliamentarism, namely accountability. The deputy, let me remind you, is elected by the voters and must be accountable to the voters that elected him. Not so in the European Union. The idea that, say, Spanish, German, French, etc., deputies accountable to their own national electorates can dictate something to, uh, shall we say, a Hungarian society or any other society to which they cannot be held accountable and which cannot take them to task is simply preposterous. <laughs> call, it, call it what you will, but democracy it is not. To sum up, the Parliament represents the demos that does not exist, works for the project that ignores reality and law, shuns accountability, turns its back on millions of people and serves the interest of one political orientation. And this is just the tip of the iceberg. Having said that, ladies and gentlemen, I rest my case. Yeah, pretty good breakdown of how undemocratic these institutions are. It's, it, it really is pretty amazing, and obviously I'm not actually the biggest fan of uh, actual democracy. Like, actual democracy is just mob rule. Everybody sort of realizes that. So, I mean, they're, they're, this kind of is actual democracy, if you really want to get it down to that. But the point he's making is exactly right. They aren't representing the people because they aren't accountable to the people. They aren't elected by the people. They aren't doing things that the people want. They're forcing things on people that they think are good for them, even if the people don't want them, which is the opposite of what government is supposed to do at this point. And again, you can look at the myriad examples, ones we've pointed out many times, like the Dutch farmers, obviously, the 15-minute cities in the UK and elsewhere, the Irish immigration the French immigration, for that matter, similarly pulls out about the French riots are still going on, but were flaring up recently. 75% of French, something like that, are just like they want them arrested. They want them uh, deported if they're foreigners. 
none of that's going to happen, though, because it's not about serving the people. It's about serving the system overall. Actually, we have a pretty interesting story from that from yesterday that I don't think I ever got to, uh, where it was basically the it was in Germany. The headline was something like Germany's aging population poses a major problem for their pension system. And I guess that's sort of the central question. Is it like, do these systems exist for the people or do the people exist for the sake of the system? Is the economy set up to facilitate people wanting to buy and sell things that they want to achieve the goals that they have in life to provide for their family? Or are the people simply the you know, f- fleshy embodiment of the economy and it's the economy that's the real important thing. And if you need to wipe out all the people and replace them with other people, that's fine because the economy must continue. It's a complete inversion of what these things were created for. The parliament, the economy, uh, these things are supposed to be organizations to allow humans to better achieve their dreams, fulfill their destinies, do whatever they want to do. But it's been inverted now, and the people, if they're not serving the economy, then it's the people that need to go, not the economy. If the people are against the government, it's the people that are in the wrong. The government will destroy or replace them in favor of a population that's more amenable to their desires. And of course, that's what's behind so much of the migration. That's what's behind so much of the 15-minute cities, like all these things, all these things that the people don't want, it's it's getting in the way of what the bankers want, and that's what really matters at this point. So farmers that have been on their land for several generations, sorry, you have to go now. The bankers want your land for some other design. At the end of the day, that's the purpose of the government as it exists now. So very powerful stuff from the EU parliament. We'll be back on the other side with more videos, funnier videos this time show you some funny videos on the other side from our friend Damon Amani. You're going to want to pay attention to what I'm about to say in the next 60 seconds. Two new incredible products are now available exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. They are both clones of national best-selling products from a major pharmaceutical slash supplement maker that are listeners and patriots that are allowing us to private label it at a lower price you'll find in stores. It's Joint Relief Max and Nerve Renew. Both of these have known documented natural compounds to lower pain and to also make your nerves healthier, which is one of the major reasons nerves get irritated and are more inductive to pain. There's major research behind this all. You need to get Joint Relief Max from InfoWars MD and Nerve Renew from InfoWars MD exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Introducing them both. 25% 25% off. You'll find them exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com and they fund our operation. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. Putting the power of conversation into the caller's hands. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the American Journal. As you saw in our 
first segment today, that report by Paul Joseph Watson, that you can find and share at band.video. The mainstream media is very concerned that when people are, are healthy, happy, and fulfilled, they turn right wing. When they're strong and confident and informed, it's inevitable they oppose all of the sick, unnatural madness of the left. And, uh, you know, this isn't actually that unsurprising. Remember, about a month ago, there was a story about uh, childhood obesity here in America, the absolute pandemic of little fatties, <laughs> little fat children. It's actually not funny. It's like actually it's going to cause them problems for life. But hey, every – it's like every – I bet we could do the calculation – Every, like, five pounds that a child is overweight translates over a lifetime to, like, a million dollars to the pharmaceutical industries. Like, there's got to be some sort of equation that can, that can actually show you the monetary amount that the pharmaceutical and medical industries make for every pound of fat that's on a, a child. Because obviously that's what they're setting them up for, just a lifetime of – messed up joints and difficulty breathing and all the other problems that come with being overweight. But when they talked about that shocking rate of childhood obesity, which the pandemic like doubled or something, I mean, it's completely insane how, how many more overweight children there are this year than there were in 2019 because of the pandemic, not because of the pandemic, obviously COVID doesn't make you fat might actually make you lose weight because the it's hard to eat, but because of the lockdowns, obviously, right? When we say because of the pandemic, what we mean is because of the pre-programmed policy set dictated by the World Economic Forum and Event 201, that's determined that everybody has to lock down and stay inside forever. But regardless, remember their answer to that, their solution to the childhood obesity epidemic was uh, pills. It's like we got to get them on pills, ASAP. Maybe some amphetamines, maybe some sort of other experimental drug. Just there's too many fat kids. They should also be fat and drugged. It's okay that they're fat. They should just also be on drugs. That's the solution for the pharmaceutical industry. So it's not so much about being physically fit. They want you to be physically fit. They just want you to get physically fit through chemical intervention, through paying them through your insurance company hundreds of thousands of dollars to pay for their medicines that they give you. So they don't want self-control. They don't want willpower. They don't want physical strength that comes from working out, being active. They want you sedentary, fat, stupid, and pilled up. So that's the solution according to our you know, healthcare leaders in the mainstream media. And working out can make you very right-wing. And again, it reminds – I've mentioned this before, but it, it – really reminds me of this one quote from the Arnold Schwarzenegger pumping uh, iron documentary from way back from like the 70s or 80s, you know, when he was a young bodybuilder. And the one line that stuck out from that for me, two lines, the, the first one is when he, his, the, the, his little right-hand man who just worships the ground he walks on and listens to everything he says, and he just talks about how easy it is to trick that guy. <laughs> He's just like, I give him the wrong advices. <laughs> 
because he's because he's a he's sort of a jack he's sort of a jackass to be honest with you the Schwarzenegger guy. But besides that, the other line that's always stuck out to me was when he talks about that you can't there is no shortcut to having a healthy body. Like you can't take a pill to grow muscles. You can't just pay somebody to work out for you. If you work out and build up your body, if you have the muscles of a bodybuilder, it's because you had to go through the training. You had to have the discipline that it takes. There's not a lot of stuff like that out in the world. There's a lot of stuff that you can just pay for people to do, take shortcuts on, whether it's drugs or money, like whatever, you know, you have to do to to get it. You, It's like a facsimile of achievement, right? It's like Hunter Biden bragging about how many women he slept with. It's like, you mean the ones you paid? You mean the foreign sex trafficked women, the slaves that forced you're forced to sleep? You're bragging about that, right? It's like a facsimile. It's like all, it's like none of it's real, but bodybuilding, being fit and healthy, you really can't fake that. You can enhance it, steroids and that sort of stuff, testosterone. Like there's ways to sort of bend the, bend the needle a little bit. But at the end of the day, it's something real. It's something that you actually have to dedicate yourself to. And so there's this metaphysical reality to it. There's the physical reality of you being strong, but that reflects a strong willpower, a strong mind, uh, a thought of the future. I mean, it's not fun to work out. Maybe some people have fun work. I don't have fun working out. So you don't do it for immediate gratification. You do it for far-reaching gratification. It shows your ability to you know, put off reward, which is like a key part of being a civilized human being. So all these things to say that when they talk about being healthy and being fit, being a, a right-wing phenomenon, they are just flapping their gums. Like they're actually pointing to something very real and tangible. And that is the fact that if you are tuned into reality, if you are disciplined and forward thinking, aware of your body and its functions and the physical world around you, you are going to be right wing because those things are intrinsically right wing because the left wing rejects nature at every turn. And some people have to learn this the hard way. Clip number one is a friend of the show, Damon Amani, at, uh, at Damon Amani on Twitter, I believe. He's a liberal guy. We made the mistake of working out. Things were never the same. Let's go now to clip number one. Here's Damon Amani. So yesterday, MSNBC published a piece which reads, The far right's obsession with fitness is going digital. Now, that sounds pretty strange. And as a liberal and someone who doesn't really work out, I thought I would give it a try and see. So let's do a couple of pushups. Okay. Okay. Do I feel the difference? The country did better under Trump. Holy sh! There are only two genders. Oh, only two genders. Abortion is wrong. Abor- okay, dude, this is just to stop it. Stop. <laughs> Dad, Damon Amani on Twitter. <laughs> that guy cracks me up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> excuse me. 
Oh, I'm too sick to laugh. <clears throat> this is the type of dedication we have at InfoWars. I can hardly talk, and yet I refuse to stop hosting my radio show. Hilarious stuff. Absolutely fantastic from Damon Amani. It turns out you do a couple push-ups. Suddenly abortion's wrong, and Trump country is doing better. Suddenly the veil falls from your eyes, and the truth is revealed. It's amazing. It really is amazing stuff. And a lot of people out there, I mean, working out's one thing, but they're wondering how you, uh, how you raise a child in this messed up world, how you raise a child to be strong and to fulfill their destiny and to be proud of themselves. Uh, luckily, we have the answer. Clip number two is a father doing what he can to prepare his child to grow up in a liberal world. Let's watch. My name's Cooper, and I'm a boy. I'm a boy, and my name's Cooper. I'm Cooper, and I'm a straight white boy. I'm a white, straight boy Cooper. Cooper the straight white boy. I'm a white, straight boy named Cooper. Cooper is my name. I'm straight, I'm white, and I'm a boy. I identify as he. I'm a man, a boy, a white, straight boy. And I believe in God, kind of. <laughs> Literally me and my son. All right, folks, we'll be right back on the other side. We'll get down to the serious news, war, and stuff. The globalists aren't just targeting us through the poison shots or the electromagnetic 5G or the GMO crops. They're hitting us with hundreds of chemicals that the EPA has authorized companies and industry to use. One of the top pesticides used is atrazine. The allowable level the government admits that they allow to be in your water supply is enough to sterilize you and basically turn your son into a feminized mutant. Look it up. Don't let them do this to your family. We have the very best gravity-fed filter system out there. Highest rated at half the price of leading competitors. The Alexa Pure, ready to ship to you right now. We have replacement filters for folks who have already gotten it. It does 10,000 gallons before you replace them. It is amazing. It's great for your home, your business. You can put swamp water in it, tap water, whatever, well water. Almost everything's contaminated. This is how you take control of the fluids in your body and counter the globalist onslaught. Get yours today at InfoWarsStore.com. For a limited time, we're running a 10% discount. That is a huge discount to start the lowest price out there you need this filter i'm a humble person and i want to say that i'm just a man but i'm not just a man just like you no matter what color you are whether you're a man or a woman you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you who has a destiny for you that's why the system hates you and fears you that's why they hate me it's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person, because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you always to remember that I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Folks, I'm going to get down to the basics here on today's show, which I guess is what we have to do 
I mean, honestly, it's it's. It's a weird position to be in. I was going to show some videos about the Ukraine war. Maybe I'll save those for the next hour. I really, I do, I do want to talk about this. We talk about the basics. I, I mean, the, the the real basics, like the real, like you know, drink water if you're thirsty, breathe air if you want to live, like real, real simple stuff. One of these would be if you want to stop criminals, you should arrest them. It's not complicated. It's not hard. It's not novel. It's not a new concept. Somehow, powers that be have tricked people into thinking that we need some novel new concept of crime control where we send psychiatrists into the ghetto to talk about the feeling of criminals. Like, it's just, what? Makes no sense. It's utterly and completely bizarre. From uh, Information Liberation, Mayor Sadiq Khan of London Quote, we can't arrest our way out of London's crime problem. Yes, you can. No, you actually can. No, it's actually not hard, complicated, confusing. You just arrest the criminals. It's Or you deport them. You arrest them first, deport them, throw them in jail, whatever. You just get them off the street. You stop them from further committing crime. Like, it's... It's so weird. It's so weird to be in a position where it's like, I have this crazy idea. What if we arrest criminals? And everybody's like, what? What do you mean? Arrest? You mean like put them in jail? It's like, yeah. Yeah, I know. I just, I just came up with this. I know we tried giving them cake. That has not proven effective so far. I know we tried giving the criminals money. Turns out they keep doing crime. We tried making shoplifting legal. They still shoplift. It's crazy. It's totally crazy. So how about we put them in a concrete box forever? How about if they're a criminal, you just take them out of society so they, they can't victimize people anymore? Like, it's a very weird position to be in. But hey, if we're not explaining that men are men and, and women are women, I guess we have to explain that you arrest criminals to stop them from carrying out their criminal activity. Bada bing, bada boom. Very, very simple stuff. In fact, I'm going to go ahead and uh, drop a new video in here of some of the some of the crime fighting going on in uh, UK as we speak, and the way it's being portrayed by the people posting these videos. It really is hilarious. I'll go ahead and drop that in right now. But again, we're talking about Sadiq Khan, London mayor, on Monday, claimed for the upteenth time that cities cannot solve their crime problem through mass arrest even though that's been proven false by El Salvadorian President Naya Bukele. There's no place for crime in London, Khan said on Twitter, but we can't arrest ourselves out of the problem. From removing knives from our street to providing Londoners with meaningful, engaging activities, I'm committed to being tough on crime and its complex causes. Can you imagine? Can you imagine just like you're walking home from the tube one day after your long day at work? Some gang of youths of, of Asian descent, maybe, <laughs> however they say it in, in the UK, uh, just stabs you, just leaves you bleeding on the sidewalk. And you're like, oh, if only they had a pinball machine. 
oh, if only somebody had organized a wiffle ball league, this wouldn't have happened to me. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Do kids need to feel engaged, feel like they have a purpose, feel like there's a better choice than crime? Sure, of course. But that's not the solution to crime. There are major societal ills that you have to confront. But this isn't even, I mean, it's even different in America where you have, you know, tradition or history of slavery, I should say. And just the, you know, all the outcomes of that. London, it's like you, you imported these people. The vast majority of the crime in London is committed by people that like just arrived there. So you're importing this problem and then saying the solution to this is not arresting the criminals, deporting them back to where they came from. It's, uh, you know, engaging activities. They need more engaging activities. What do you, okay. Yeah, try that. Try that for a little while. See how that goes. Or you can just arrest the people like Naya Bukele did. El Salvador President Bukele's wildly popular gang crackdown is actually so effective it's reducing illegal immigration to the U.S. His crackdown on crime is so successful it's solving crime in America. How wild is that? President Naya Bukele's successful crackdown on MS-13 gang members has led to a dramatic reduction in the number of Salvadorians illegally crossing our southern border, the Wall Street Journal reports. The Wall Street Journal says the country with the highest murder rate now has the highest incarceration rate. Oh, and also one of the lowest murder rates. It's lowered homicides by 92% compared to 2015, giving Bukele the support of 9 out of every 10 Salvadorians, polls show. The number of Salvadorians illegally crossing the U.S.-Mexico border has dropped by 44%. This country is the size of Massachusetts. It's a tiny little country. And this gang crackdown has been so unbelievably successful. That's actually showing, like, if you were serious about stopping illegal immigration to this country, you would be encouraging all the South American countries to follow this pattern, to go after their gangs in the same way that El Salvador has, lowering homicide rates by 92%. God only knows how many lives have been saved because these criminals have been taken off the street. And it's having such effect that uh, immigration in America is being affected by it. Like there really is only two options when it comes to crime. You either just arrest the criminals and you put them in prison or you live in a prison. Like those are really the only options. Either the whole society becomes a prison or you put the criminals in prison. I guess that's the choice that we all have to make. After all, in a trend that we've seen all along the West Coast, yet another major chain is removing locations from places that refuse to stop retail theft. Rite Aid shutters Bartell drug location amid increased retail theft. Another Bartell drug location shuttered last month, adding yet another closure in the Seattle area for the Rite Aid-owned chain. According to the Seattle Times, the closure of the South Lake Union's Bartell drugs at uh, 1001 Mercer Street brings the total number of Seattle shutdowns of the chain to four in less than a year. And it's because of the rampant shoplifting and crime they simply can't maintain. 
So 133-year-old drugstore can't survive two years under our new regime of defund the police. So you just have to shut down, not have nice things, not have things out on display, just order everything online. That's very convenient for the globalists as well. Or you can do what Tacoma's doing. Tacoma businesses demand city council allow more electric fences to stop rampant theft. So, like, these are the options. You either just arrest the criminals and put them in prison, or you have to do things like install electric fences around everywhere that you go. You have to live like a rat in a maze, just constantly surrounded by barbed wire and electric fences and surveillance cameras and militarized police because you refuse to actually arrest the criminals. You now have to live like a criminal. You now have to live in a cage because you refuse to cage the animals. Businesses in Tacoma, Washington, are looking to install electric fences to prevent thefts that have resulted in the the loss of thousands of dollars from the Tacoma City Council. Now the Tacoma City Council is considering allowing more to be put up. Currently, Tacoma only allows electric fences to be installed in industrial areas, but the council is considering changing the code to allow more businesses to do the same. If a new measure is adopted by the city council, electric fences could be installed in some mixed-use commercial and downtown districts. You know, like they use for cows. You know, like the fences that they use to keep cows in their pens. Yeah, we'll just have that now, downtown. So just instead of stopping the crime, we'll just all live like cows and cattle being herded through electric fences. Because you can't or refuse to just arrest the actual criminals actually committing the crime because apparently when you do that, the statistics look a little bit racist. They look a little bit racist. So it's better to just be a cow. Just live as a cow in your electric barnyard and be surrounded by electric fences or put the criminals in prison. I guess that's the choice that we have to make. It's looking more and more tempting to uh, move to El Salvador. Can, we, can I claim refugee status in El Salvador? Probably not. They seem to run their country in a, in a correct way, so they probably don't allow criminals like that. In the short time we have, I can't get into all the incredible ingredients and super female vitality. Go to InfoWarsStore.com, read about the ingredients, look them up for yourself, and then understand this is cold-pressed herbs, so it has a more powerful effect in the body. Get yours today at InfoWarsStore.com for 50% off. Super Mel Vitality is selling out. It's an incredible formula for stamina, energy, libido. Only a few hundred bottles left. But the good news is we have several thousand bottles left of Super Female Vitality. That's the same formula. It boosts men. It boosts women. It works great. But women like pink labels. Men like different color labels. So it works for men as well. It's the same formula. It's an incredible formula. And it funds our operation. And here's another important part of the overall information it's 50 percent off for a limited time so get your super female vitality for men and women at infowarstore.com right now for 50 percent off and it funds the infowar super female vitality 50 percent off for a limited time at infowarstore.com you're tuned in to the american journal with your host harrison smith watch it live right now at band.video Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Second hour has begun here on American Journal. Infowars.com, band.video. We're talking crime. We're talking about crime. But, you know, it's always been a problem. It's always an aspect of human culture. People will violate each other's rights. They'll take things that don't belong to them. They'll try to get one over. 
on their neighbors. It's just something you have to deal with. It's going to exist no matter how small or large the community, no matter its racial or demographic makeup. But that doesn't mean it's inevitable and acceptable. You can actually limit it to a bare minimum. And anybody who's been to a safe country knows what a shocking revelation it is to be surrounded by people that trust each other. I'm thinking, of course, of Japan, where you go there and it's just like, you know, when uh, there'll be a group of kids in a convenience store and they just leave all their backpacks on the sidewalk out front, just like 30 backpacks. Probably every one of them has a laptop inside just sitting on the road. Nobody steals it in Tokyo, the biggest city, I think, in the entire world. And you just see unlocked bikes just sitting on the curb everywhere. Nobody's going to take it. Nobody will steal it. It it almost feels uncomfortable (laughs) for an American. See, you're just like, this really? They're just going to leave it out there like that? Like, maybe I should steal it. It's like, isn't this the way the world works? That if you aren't hyper vigilant, then somebody will take advantage of you? No, they what they trust each other? They're a homogenous population that doesn't try to screw each other constantly? What? That's possible? I thought this was the modern world. Tokyo must be some some uh, uh, acronistic, what's the word? Old school, you know, some some relic of a forgotten age. It must be behind everybody else. And there's just like hologram anime characters dancing around and just like floating buses. And God knows what else they have in Japan, just like way ahead of us technologically, like way more modern than us in almost every way, while also simultaneously not succumbing to the uh, modern trend of just rampant crime everywhere all the time. Do you know that's possible? Do you know that we don't have to accept these things? We don't have to live this way. We can just punish criminals. It is possible. Not only is it possible, it's necessary. Let's go to a video now. This is in uh, Portland, Oregon. This is the future if we don't get a handle on this. Because as we said before, you either put the criminals in prison or you live in an open-air prison. Either you get the people that are committing the crime and separate them from society or you leave them in society and all of society has to become barbed wire fences and electric fences and surveillance cameras and militarized police walking the street just waiting for the next big heist. Tacoma businesses demand city council allow more electric fences to stop rampant theft. So they no longer either have the resources to deal with the theft because their police have been defunded or they have actively, like so many other places on the West Coast, made laws that they no longer arrest criminals. Ah, you're shoplifting 700 bucks? Get out of here, you scamp. And then if the retail worker actually not only tries to stop, we covered the story last week, a guy who just filmed the theft taking place, got fired from his job lost his job, is now unemployed, possibly homeless, because he simply observed people stealing. So look, you either live as a victim of the criminals, 
or you take the criminals away. We'll get back into it on the other side. Turns out stop and frisk. Highly effective. Highly effective. Almost everywhere it's implemented, from New York City to uh, London. This uh, kid getting a uh, machete pulled out of his pants. You won't believe it. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. You know, I think we should have some sort of um, Venn diagram. I'm not sure what it would take. Something that illustrates the percentage of our problems that are just fabricated whole cloth by the policies of the left. It's like crime, again, it's a human problem. You know, you can have nice areas where Crime doesn't exist. And, and it's also sort of a uh, – it, it, like, it really puts you in a lose-lose situation. I was thinking the other day about the – I think it was a documentary on the Night Stalker I was watching. There was some, it was some serial killer documentary uh, in California. I want to say in the 80s. Was that Night Stalker, right? Or this Hill Strangler. I don't know. There's so many. Um, but there's a guy, you know, they basically there's a series of murders that took place in this area of California. And one of the victims who was killed was a, a grandmother and her granddaughter was being interviewed during the documentary. She said that like the day before the woman was murdered in her home by somebody breaking in and murdering, like strangling her to death. The, the granddaughter was like, you need to start locking your doors. Grandmother was like, I don't want to live in a world where I have to lock my doors. And such a sad thing, right? It's like, I don't either. I don't want to live in a world where you have to lock your doors, where you have to worry that your neighbors are going to sneak in in the middle of the night and kill you. Like, nobody wants to live in that world. But like, once the crime is introduced, once the serial killer is prowling your neighborhood, you got to lock your doors. She didn't. She ref- so it's like you can't. I don't know. It's just so sad. It's like you 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 have this safe, nice community culture for your whole life. You're like seventy years old. And you're like I've never locked my door ever. I go to sleep. I wake up. I leave the house. I come back home. Doors doors unlocked the whole time. Nobody's going to steal from me. This is America after all. And then that goes away. And then that's just not the case anymore and it's just a symptom of the collapse of society as we know it and in general and it's sort of a it's a cyclical loop right it's like well if you you know now that there's a murder out there we got to lock the doors well now we can't let the kids play outside uh, after sundown well now we don't interact with our neighbors quite so much anymore maybe we look at them a little bit suspiciously well now we're not as good friends with the people around us anymore well now we're more isolated and so when people are more isolated they're more likely to get up to stuff that you know other people would stop them doing if they were around but now they're in isolation so they can they can get away with it and they start you know so it's like it becomes a self-fulfilling cycle it becomes an endless feedback loop of crime and suspicion, and crime and suspicion, crime and suspicion, and now here we are. Now here we are, 
in the 21st century with all the technology could ever want and more. And yet we're installing electric fences in our downtown cities because we refuse to arrest the police. That just always, always stood out to me. It's like, it's, it's really a, a, a pathetic thing. It's sort of a symbol of the downfall of America. It's like, yeah, can't lock your doors, can't trust your neighbors, have no safety in or out of your home. You can't be free. You can't be free without safety. You can't be free if you're constantly under threat. You can't be free if... You know, nobody else has to lock you in your house. If you lock yourself in your house, you're not free. But again, Tacoma, Washington has been a victim of the leftists. How many of these problems? So with crime, it's something to me, it's like you've got a you've got a faucet like your, your hose bib right outside of your house and it's dripping. That's a problem. You don't want it to drip. You know, every couple seconds, droop. And you're like, ah, this is a, this is an issue, right? This is crime. <laughs> this is, ah, we got to do something to stop it. And here comes along a, a leftist or a liberal and they crank open the spout. And it's just like, and just like spewing water now. And you're like, oh my God, what the hell? It was a, it was a problem before it, it was, I mean, it existed. Crime was a problem, but your solution has just made it infinitely worse. Now that the water's just pouring out like crazy. And for some reason, instead of just going, I have an idea, here we go. Shoop. Okay. All right. Whew, we're back to the drip. All right, we close the the nozzle now. Things are back to the way they were. Instead, the leftist solution is like, oh no, we already opened the the spigot. We already opened the 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 hose bib. We, there's no going back on that. So now we need a gutter system. Now we need buckets. Now we need a chain of people, uh, you know, bringing the water out. Now we need some sort of complicated device to capture the water and feed it to somewhere else. And it's just like you could just undo what you just did. You could just undo the thing you just did that made everything worse, but they're not going to do that. It's literally exactly what's happening here. There was crime. Sure, there was a little bit of crime. Then they defunded the police. Crime skyrocketed. Now Tacoma has a total crime rate 109% higher than anywhere else in Washington state and 170% higher than the rest of the U.S. The violent crime rate is 187% higher than the state's rate and 117% higher than the rest of the country. And a lot of this came about in the last two years because of the defund the police program. According to a new report, violent crime in Washington increased by 9% in 2022, with robberies increasing by 18% and vehicle theft increasing by 34%. 34% in a single year increase. That's them opening the spigot. Solution would be to undo the defund the police program, to just put police back on the street, go back to how you were before. Sure, it didn't solve the problem completely. There will still be crime, but at least you can undo the effects of the liberal program of open up the spigot, see what happens. But instead, here come the buckets and the gutter systems and the the hoses and the, the redirection of the water because apparently you can't just undo what you just did. Their solution now, electric fences, cameras, motion detectors, just a ton of other stuff that isn't addressing the problem at all. It just diverts it to somebody else, right? You just put electric fence around your neighborhood, that wandering criminal just, they're still going to commit a crime, just not to you. And this is the future under the new regime. Let's go now to this Portland video. Uh, This is what the future looks like, a 
human open-air concentration camp prison because they refused to simply arrest the people actually committing the crimes. Let's watch. Please look at camera for entry. So this is uh, Portland, Oregon. A camera, camera hanging over the, uh, hanging over the door, telling you, "Look up into the camera for entry. We will scan your face." Oh, you want to go shopping? Well, let us scan your face and take your fingerprint and watch you the entire time. Again, this is the choice we're making. You arrest the criminals and put them in prison or you live in an open air prison. Your society becomes the prison. Now, as Matt pointed out during the break, this was Rudy Giuliani's claim to fame. He actually brought peace to New York City by being tough on crime at a time when the violent crime rate was significantly higher than it even is today. And stop and frisk was one of the policies that he implemented in order to bring this about. Stop and frisk is now being used on the streets of London. And hilariously, this video was posted with just another young man whose life is ruined by stop and frisk policing. Let's watch. There's the the young man, the young scholar on his way to, uh, you know, his computer programming class, stopped by the... The UK police roughing him up for no good reason. Uh, I'm sorry, what's that? Is that a giant machete? I'm sorry, is that a gigantic machete in his pants? What was he going to do with that? Again, people post this video being like, this young man's life is ruined. What was he, where was he going with the gigantic jackknife? What was he going to do with that? Oh, the poor young man. The poor child. No, the poor victim that that dude was going to slice their head off thank god they get to live and this guy gets to go to jail bye criminal bye a lot of people have asked me why is InfoWars store and InfoWars life not at a probiotic for more than three years and the answer is simple we only bring you the highest quality to lowest prices we had a top maker top certified of probiotics for more than seven years they got bought by a libtard company and said we're not doing business with you mr jones anymore Finally, we got a probiotic just as good or better with a top lab that loves our show. We're able to private label it under InfoWars MD as our probiotic formula. So you can get a super high quality probiotic for amazing gut health and more at InfoWarsStore.com for 25% off right now. Now, wherever you get your probiotics is something everybody should be doing. But I'm asking you to try our probiotic. I think you're going to have an amazing effect and it funds our entire operation. So get your InfoWars MD probiotic today at InfoWarsStore.com. It's a high quality formula and it keeps us on the air. Take action now at InfoWarsStore.com. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda at the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative 
and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. How you get so much favor on your side? Accept the measure, Lord and Savior, I replied. All right, welcome back, ladies That's and gentlemen. Talk a little bit about the war in Ukraine now. It's like it's like we could have just filmed one segment two years ago and just been like, uh, the U.S. is promising more money and more weapons to Ukraine, and Zelensky is very mad and petulant and angry and demanding more. And then we can just play that segment uh, every week uh, for an entire year because it's it's like Groundhog Day. It's like the same thing over and over again. We give them billions of dollars. We give them new, advanced, more irresponsible weapons. And then Zelensky is, is furious and angry that we're not giving more. He demands more. Anybody else just sick of this? It, it wouldn't even be that big of an issue if the dude had just the slightest humility. Just the slightest, like, thank you so much for what you've given us. Really, we, we couldn't ask for more. And we're like, no, we insist. And they're like, I mean, if you want to, we'll take it. But, you know, this is our fight. You know, we're, we're, we're willing to do it ourselves. We'll, we'll fight with you know, rocks if we have to. But, you know, if you want to give us your weapons, we're, we're honored that you'd give it to us. If you'd at least play the, the part a little bit, at least assuage some of the, the rage that the rest of us feel with just like, oh, you're giving us, oh, you're giving us cluster bombs? Well, how are we going to launch them? We need launchers for the cluster bombs. I mean, what are you doing? Giving us cluster bombs? We need more than cluster bombs, Okay. It's just like, would, would this fly in any just like personal relationship? Has anybody ever had a, a friend like this? They wouldn't be your friend for long. Right, dude, I've given you everything I have. I've literally shelled everything out I have for you. And you're just there being like, not enough. Uh, not enough, buddy. You want to give me everything you have? I need more. I deserve more. Okay. Okay. Seriously, I'm just, I'm not just making this up, right? Zelensky outraged after Biden rejects NATO, uh, Ukraine NATO membership. Quote, unprecedented and absurd. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky is not being shy about his dissatisfaction over his country currently being denied NATO membership, taking to social media to express his outrage. Ukraine will be present at the NATO summit taking place Tuesday and Wednesday in Vilnius, Lithuania, but Zelensky lamented that the alliance continues to keep his country from joining. You cannot, you cannot join a defensive alliance if you're at war. End of statement. Just makes no sense. Makes it so. I mean, what he is demanding is that the combined might of all of Western Europe and America go to war for him against Russia, that we subject our own population to what he's put his population through, 
despite the fact that we've given him literally all of our weapons, just javelins, stingers, five years worth of production. We don't even have enough to protect ourselves anymore. Biden said the reason we're sending cluster bombs is because we ran out of ammunition. It's now resorting to the illegal stuff that we weren't going to send because it's a war crime. But now we are because Zelensky demands it. Again, you would just love to see this like, okay, here's the missiles. Here's hundreds of billions of dollars to prop up your government. Here's, you know, more cash for your wife to spend at high-end luxury stores in Paris. Just like, here's everything we got. Here's soldiers, uh, you know, mercenaries that we can dress up in your uniform and send American boys to fight for you. Here's everything you could ever possibly want. Okay, it's all yours. It's yours. And he's just like, um, but you're not letting me join NATO? Uh, but you're not going to war for me? I would love to just see the guy being like, hmm. And there's just scene cuts and Zelensky in a cage like, a, like an elephant in a circus train being shipped to Russia. It's like, yeah, we tried with this guy, but, like, you can have him. You can just have him now, Putin. Whatever you want to do with him, I don't know, make a pinata out of him. Who cares? Like, just get him away from us. Just there's nothing that will satisfy this creepy little gremlin. So off to Russia with you, sir. Again, didn't start this way, right? February of 2022, Russia invades Ukraine. It wasn't like, good, screw Zelensky. It was like, oh gosh, this is bad. And nah, Putin's not a great guy, but look at the background of this. And NATO's really setting up Ukraine to, to fall for this. And, you know, we can help out, but really peace should be the number one goal. Now it's been a year and a half and it's just like, I'm done. I'm sick of it. I'm over it. The best thing for humanity itself would be for Zelensky to disappear in a puff of smoke. Literally, for humanity. You want to watch, should we watch a video? Should we watch a little video of, of uh, what's going on on the ground in Ukraine? Just to give us a little, little taste of what's going on? We'll do it on the other side, because I want to show the full thing. We, we have the on-the-ground uh, footage of some of the mercenaries. But we can go now to clip number four. Do we already go to this? Clip number four is Henry Kissinger. He apparently got pranked by the Russian pranksters that call world leaders and pretend to be Vladimir Zelensky. So this is them pretending to be Zelensky calling Henry Kissinger and asking him about the Nord Stream pipeline. Let's go now to clip number four. On Nord Stream 2. How do you think? Who is behind who is behind of explosion of Nord Stream 2? Who is guilty? How do you think? I, I frankly have thought you were. Really? You think that we? No, no. But I didn't blame you. Hmm. <laughs> I, I would not say that as a criticism. At the show wheel. Yeah, so that's the, uh, the prank guy stinger at the end there. So in case you had trouble understanding that, that was the Russian prankster's prank to be Zelensky saying, who do you think bombed the Nord Stream pipeline? And Henry Kissinger going, I thought that was you guys. I thought that was you guys that did that. I wouldn't blame you. Of course, Henry Kissinger, I mean, you got to be impressed. You got to be impressed with the guy. He's like 119 years old and uh, he's still that sharp. He's still sharp enough 
to uh, pretend like he doesn't know it was the CIA that did it? I thought it was you guys. I thought Ukraine had the capability to send covert operations around the entire European peninsula to the North Sea to avoid the Russian surveillance and place a bomb on Nord Stream. I thought that was the Ukrainian special forces. No, he he knows exactly who it was. So good on him for being so sharp that uh, even in, in what he thinks is a private conversation with Zelensky, he still keeps up the facade of, oh, I thought that was you guys. Oh, gee, I thought that was Ukraine that did that. That wasn't Ukraine. Oh, oh, oh. Gee. A, pi- a pint of young boy's blood a day keeps the Grim Reaper away. Maybe there may be something to that. I thought that you did it. It's just like, oh, okay, oh, okay, Henry Kissinger. Yeah, you and Zelensky can go dance off into the sunset for all I care. We'll show you the video on the other side of what it's like on the ground in Ukraine. What the people fighting this fight are actually going through. The horrors, the genocide, the chaos, the American accents. All coming up in the second half of American Journal InfoWars.com. The globalists aren't just targeting us through the poison shots or the electromagnetic 5G or the GMO crops. They're hitting us with hundreds of chemicals that the EPA has authorized companies and industry to use. One of the top pesticides used is atrazine. The allowable level the government admits that they allow to be in your water supply is enough to sterilize you and basically turn your son into a feminized mutant. Look it up. Don't let them do this to your family. We have the very best gravity-fed filter system out there. Highest rated at half the price of leading competitors. The Alexa Pure, ready to ship to you right now. We have replacement filters for folks who've already gotten it. It does 10,000 gallons before you replace them. It is amazing. It's great for your home, your business. You can put swamp water in it, tap water, whatever, well water. Almost everything's contaminated. This is how you take control of the fluids in your body and counter the globalist onslaught. Get yours today at InfoWarsStore.com. For a limited time, we're running a 10% discount. That is a huge discount to start the lowest price out there you need this filter infowars.com is tomorrow's news today taking a record of the hearts and minds of the american people it's the american journal with your host harrison smith Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. So a lot to cover today, and we'll be showing a pre-recorded interview that we did yesterday afternoon with the one and only Ed Dowd. That'll be airing in the third hour of today's program. But in the meantime, let's go back to the war in Ukraine. Again, you've got you've got the the world being run as if it's a bunch of uh, like high school mean girls, just like petulant, kind of bitchy, entitled scumbags, just like shrieking at each other. Zelensky outraged after Biden rejects Ukraine's NATO membership, saying it's unprecedented and absurd. It's unprecedented and absurd when a time frame is not... Uh, is not set neither for the invitation nor Ukraine's membership, while at the same time vague wordings about conditions is adding even more even for inviting Ukraine, Zelensky said in a lengthy tweet Tuesday morning. He also said that the International Alliance was disrespecting his country and was subsequently motivating Russia in the process. 
world leaders, including Biden and German Chancellor Schultz, however, have suggested that Ukraine joining NATO would prompt further aggression by Russia rather than serve as a deterrence. Obviously. Obviously. So Zelensky's outraged that he didn't get an invite to the dance. That's how this needs to be seen, I think. It's just like, did you invite Zelensky to the party? No, no, no. Dude's a downer. I didn't invite him in the party. Instead of just Zelensky being like, dang, dang, what's, what's wrong with me? What did I do that's wrong? He just like shows up at the party anyway. It's like, oh, you don't want me at your party, huh? You know, well, now I'm, at, now I'm at your party. What now? And he's just like wrecking things. It's like, this is why we didn't invite you. You little gremlin, you little creepy gremlin. Go put a suit on for once in the last two years. So he's, he's very mad. Zelensky outraged that they're not letting him into NATO. Meanwhile, U.S. delegation furious over Zelensky tweets. Well, they're all mad at each other. Ukraine leader suggested NATO's indecisiveness about Kiev joining the bloc was a sign of weakness. U.S. delegation attending NATO summit in Vilnius is furious over a tweet by Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky in which he criticized the military alliance for its reduction to provide a concrete roadmap to Kiev's ascension to the bloc, the Washington Post reported. Members of the U.S. delegation were furious after learning about the Ukrainian leader's message. The Washington Post reported on Tuesday, citing an unnamed official familiar with the matter. A senior NATO official told WAPO that Zelensky's tweet puts pressure on the alliance while also helping him say, I'm fighting to the end to the population of Ukraine. In their joint statement, which was later uh, issued late on Tuesday, the NATO member said, uh, only said they agreed they would be in a position to extend an invitation to Ukraine to join the alliance when allies agreed and conditions are met. Not enough for this guy. Let's take a look at what, what we're actually talking about when we're talking about the Ukraine war. Take a look at what's actually going on on the ground. Now, a reminder that this is all over two areas in eastern Ukraine, which were 90% or something like it, ethnic Russian that had a plebiscite that voted to join Russia that didn't want to be under Ukraine anymore. It's happened all the way back in 2014. Ukraine has been intermittently bombing them and terrorizing them for the last several years until Russia stepped in and said, we're annexing these areas and protecting them from you. So, I mean, they caused this problem. They caused this issue. And this is all over retaining these two territories that they haven't actually had full and governmental control of since 2014. So you have to ask, is a single life worth this? Is a single life worth forcing these people that don't want to be a part of Ukraine to be a part of Ukraine? And if a single life isn't worth it, would you put your life down for that particular goal? I doubt it. Some people apparently willing to. Now hundreds of thousands of people are dead for this. Again, really just absolutely pointless goal. Absolutely pointless, nonsensical, retarded goal. So let's watch a little interview with some behind-the-scene footage of a Irish mercenary after he returns from Ukraine, talking about his experience, showing his experience, and take a listen for the uh, American accents that you hear. Irish, American, this is an international force using Ukraine as a battlefield to fight the Russians. It really is just the worldwide government, American hegemony, fighting against the Russians who, in this case, seem to be standing alone. Uh, but again, pay attention to the lack of Ukrainian accents and plethora of American and Irish accents of these Ukrainian mercenaries. Let's watch. What is it like right now on the front line, the zero point? 
zero on zero line, um, it's, it's horror. It's horror. There is just, it's, it's a genocide. It's slaughter. There is just people dead everywhere. Like Russians dead, Ukrainian people dead, Ukrainian soldiers dead, just left there. Just left there, and I don't know why. Rhys Byrne says he was almost killed a few weeks ago as his multinational unit prepared to attack the line. It keeps disconnecting all the bells, bro. We were told there's a Russian trench line, and our job is uh, to go into the trenches and clear them out, hold them until uh, auxiliary units come, and then we go home. They were taken to a staging area, but they had no air cover, and a pair of Ukrainian tanks withdrew. In the distance, another tank approached, the unit assuming it was friendly. Are you doing all right, though? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. But it wasn't. Soldiers took cover in the woods, hoping that assistance would arrive. Any station, any station, this is bottle. Can anybody hear me? Can anybody read me? As the light fell, a Ukrainian truck pulled up and the survivors scrambled in the back. But Burns said they were spotted. A Russian tank giving chase. Now we have the tank literally coming out, starting to chase us. And that's terrifying. When you see a big T-72 coming for you and you're in a Humvee pickup, yeah, you're, it's like a hot knife through the border. You're, you're, you're finished. So again, all of us are screaming, drive the Humvee, drive the Humvee. I was going mental. I've never done like those big mountains like you have, but I want it, bro. This sanctuary is run by a muscular pastor, a New Zealander called Owen Panoma. What's the point of of this place, this this house? Be a, be, be some, some sort of support, you know, to sit there. Where are you from? You got kids, you know, basically to take their mind off war. No one is pressured to communicate, but the trauma will often make itself known. They sleep talk. They scream. Night time, you come out and go to the toilet, and think, oh, it's all right, and the guys wake up, you know, they don't realise that what they're doing. They may not be aware of what they're actually doing because it's quiet here. Out there, it's not. The train will take them home. The past few weeks on the Eastern Front have been the final straw. It's the only ticket I have, Paul. These men have spent months on the edge. This will become a memory for me, yeah? That's all it'll be, just a memory that I'll try push, 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 and push behind, that I hopefully forget. I genuinely hope I forget it, but I know it'll haunt me, it'll come back. Yeah, absolutely horrifying. Absolutely horrifying. What's going on there is everything about it. And these are the guys that survived, right? They'll be changed forever. So it's like, I hope you can understand when um, I talk about wanting to send Zelensky into, I don't know, homemade sub to the Titanic or something of the sort. It's like, what would you do to stop that going on? What would you do to end that cycle of senseless, unimaginable horror going on in Ukraine right now? 
you willing to give up a little bit of territory? Are you willing to step down as president of a country? Or would you allow this meat grinder to continue to fulfill your geopolitical aims? I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalists at point blank range in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered. But the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. The globalists are only humans. Yeah, they have control of the central banks. They have a lot of power, but they can be defeated. But some of their operations are going to take decades to stop. But one thing you can do right now is take control of your body and your family's body by purifying the water that you drink and that you cook with. And you do it with the highest quality gravity-fed filter out there. This thing does 10,000 gallons. You can sit there and put hundreds of gallons through it a day. It purifies very quickly, and it cuts out thousands of chemicals to non-detectable levels. This is what I use, which my family uses. It's the very best system out there for the lowest price. For a limited time, 10% off on top of that exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com on the Alexa Pure water filtration system in stock and replacement filters for folks that need those in stock. Get it today, and it funds the InfoWar. Don't procrastinate. This is one of the main areas we can take control of our lives and stop the globalists from hitting us with poison that they allow in the water supply. In some cases, they add the water supply like fluoride. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, welcome back to The American Journal. We're at the closing segment of our second hour today. In the third hour, we'll be watching a interview that I did yesterday with Ed Dowd about his new book called um, Cause Unknown about the sudden and unexpected rise in symptomless death around the world. And it was, it was a very good conversation. I think you will appreciate that. We tried to frame it as like a segment you could send to your normie friends, a segment you could send to people that just watch MSM all the time, don't know what's going on. In other words, I didn't want to just be preaching to the choir. This is extremely important information, and so we tried to talk about it in a way that could break through using just pure data, no like, no coming from, from off the wall going, the vaccine's killing you, and here's the data. It's like, well, first, here's the data showing a massive rise in unexplained deaths. You want to talk about this? You want to talk? I mean, this is data from life insurance companies. <laughs> Can't exactly brush it off, call it a conspiracy theory. The data of the unexplained deaths is very real. Question is, what's causing it? What do we do about it? So that's the way we tried to approach it, and I think we had a, a good conversation. So we'll play that in the next hour. 
we've been two hours through the show, and I've hardly plugged at all. Infowarsstore.com is where you go to support us. And again, it's not even, I mean, it is for our sake. It, it really is a 360 win. Obviously, we need your support. We rely on your support. We would not be able to do anything without your support. Without your support, we'll go away forever. So we need your support desperately. And, of course, we put it to good use by running InfoWars, this singular outlet for truth in a world beset by lies. But on top of that, our products are awesome. So you're benefiting from this as well. I know I had a story here. Just like every day, there's a story about PFAs. This one is about how uh, water filters are going way up in demand. They say since we've discovered that all these PFAs are immune suppressants, so they suppress your immune system, that means any opportunistic disease, including some types of cancer, could take over, said Graham Peasley, who's a biochemist. It's like, what? What don't the PFAs do? It's like, well, there's this stuff in the water. What's it do? Well, it uh, makes you gay and gives you cancer and suppresses your immune system and you know, alters your hormone balance and rot your teeth out and calls you stupid. It's like, what don't they do to the human body? You got to be protecting yourself from this stuff. So there's two levels of the info war. We want to change the society. We want to change the industrial regulations and hopefully, by God, change the environmental movement to actually focus on things that are actually destroying the earth and humanity. But that's a big goal. That's a big ask. And we're making major gains and, and having massive victories in that. But in the meantime, you can protect yourself. There's the individual info war where you're protecting yourself and informing yourself about all this. And then there's the wide-ranging, high-level info war where we're trying to make a mass movement of, of change here. But until we get that mass movement, your water is still contaminated. Your air is still contaminated. Your food is still contaminated. So do everything you can to fight back on an individual level for yourself and your family. Get a water filter from InfoWarsStore.com. Get an air filter from InfoWarsStore.com. Get the supplements you need to counteract the poison that's in your food and water. I've said it a million times, but it doesn't matter how healthily you eat these days. If you're eating nothing but salad and carrots, if you're a rabbit, that's fine, but the soil it's grown in is depleted of nutrients, so you're not getting everything you need no matter how healthily you eat. No matter how health conscious you are in terms of what you put into your body, you need to be supplementing because the earth itself has been denuded of nutrients that you have to make up for. So we sell those at InfoWarsStore.com. We give you the key to combat the globalist agenda at the personal level and at the societal level. And you can support us in this mission by going to InfoWarsStore.com and protect yourself from these poisons. Again, it's, you know, you may have been able to, to laugh at this when it was Alex Jones 20 years ago saying it. And I guess it took 20 years for the rest of society to catch up, but it was real then, it's real now. So all these other people acting like they're just discovering PFAs, just figuring out that you need to filter your water. Welcome to the team. You can apologize whenever you'd like for mocking us for so long. So protect yourself. I mean, that's it's all I can say. Nobody's going to protect you. Nobody's going to be out there helping you do it. So you've got to do the hard work of protecting yourself. And of course, PFAs aren't just in the water and the food, they're in the air as well, which is why Alexa Pure Breeze is such a must-have item from InfoWarsStore.com. There's a bunch of weird... There's a bunch of weird... I should have done it. I was going to do a funny thing today. 
I didn't do it. I didn't do it. There's a bunch of weird, like, cultural stuff going on. We'll get to some of the political stuff, too, uh, before we go to that interview in the next hour. But there's all, there's all these articles like this. Zuck is a cuck? Why is Elon Musk borrowing insults from white supremacists? Does that make you a white So, again, things that make you a white supremacist. Working out. Eating well. Being on time. Uh, not liking your wife to have sex with other men. So, you know, reject white supremacy. Be a cuck. Be a cuck, the Guardian says. Don't let those white supremacists convince you that loyalty and, and fidelity are something you should demand in a relationship. Let your wife be used by other men. You're not a racist, are you? Be a cuck. (laughs) They say the world's richest toddler is at it again. Don't you love when, like, literally just petulant, childish journalists, journalists, newspaper bloggers in some one-room apartment with their cats and box wine somewhere is condescending towards the richest man in the world who single-handedly pioneered private space travel and created the most successful electric car company of all time, has changed the world in ways you'll never even imagine. But you're going to be condescending toward You're going to call him a toddler? Okay, all right. It's just like, why even listen to these people? Because what they say is funny. That's right. Elon Musk, a very stable genius, is throwing a temper tantrum over Mark Zuckerberg launching a, the Twitter rival called Threads. You would think a capitalist such as Marsh, uh, Musk would welcome a little healthy competition, but he doesn't seem keen to compete in the business arena. Again, these, these like children, these absolute children. Obviously, you don't want a rival company to compete with yours. They think this is like an own on capitalism. Low health competition is good, but for the business owner, they don't want it, obviously. Wait, you're not happy about that? Like, this is the mindset of a cuck, right? Oh, if you love your wife so much, why don't you let her have sex with other men? What? Because it's my wife. What are you talking about? If you love your business so much, why are you so mad that a copycat business has sprung up to steal all of your customers? It's like, what? So stupid. They're so stupid. Musk, who's 52 years old, prefaced the invitation to uh, fight, I guess. Prefaced the invitation by tweeting, Zuck is a cuck. It's not clear whether he had professional help crafting his zinger or if it came to him in a flash of brilliance. Again, this, uh, this like, ugh, this attitude, right? It's like superior, condescending. Did somebody professional write that for you? It triggered you into writing an article. It's pretty effective, wasn't it? That was a simple, funny little rhyme that has you f- freaking out and writing a, an angry article in your, I don't know, one-room apartment. So they, they act like they're up. We're above this all. And this toddler. Meanwhile, he's just like a big gallivanting billionaire playboy, richest man in the world, owns spaceships. And you're going to condescend to him? Okay. All right. But again, it's funny that 
like calling somebody a cuck is like a uh, right wing thing now. I mean, it has been for a while, but it's pretty hilarious. It's a, uh, and then she explains it like this is this is where these like unfunny, unserious, uh, just like childish kind of like condescending, self important losers do. Uh, for those of you who lead healthy offline lives and are unfamiliar with the term, cuck is slain for a feeble, feeble man with progressivist views. <laughs> and stems from the word cuckold, meaning a man whose wife is unfaithful. Yeah, it's like an insult that's like hundreds of years old. And what it means is uh, to be a cuckold. To be a cuck is to, is to be a cuckold. That's what it means. So like, uh, it means anybody who isn't progressive and doesn't embrace diversity. No, it means the spirit of being okay with being made somebody else's bitch, you absolute. We'll be right back. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. But when we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when you look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. I only encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life while at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsTore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsTore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now.